hopes and fears. Tune in daily, don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves, seeking success. Together we'll conquer, no room for any less. Listen now. Good morning, it's Thursday, November 9th. Um, I was just going off the, the story that I was telling about my teeth whitening. So my dentist wants to whiten my teeth because, you know, listen, it's holiday time. Get your teeth whitened, you know, look good in, in the Thanksgiving photos with the family. But um, I, I need a cleaning and I just had a cleaning like two weeks ago. So she won't whiten my teeth until I get a cleaning. So I will go um, and, and get my teeth cleaned and whitened. The issue is it was, it was clean like two weeks ago, I think. Last Sunday, you guys know I love football. I was sitting on the couch for football, and I'd just gone to Walmart. I bought one of those big end cap bags of sugar pops. I'm like a five-year-old, and I sat on the couch, and I just craved sugar pops. By the end of the day, Sunday, that entire bag of sugar pops, I think it's like five pounds, was gone, completely gone. So now I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm diabetic I've got plaque on my teeth confirmed, um, but yeah, hey, throw some money into Walmart. Listen, I'm I'm buying the big end, uh, the aisle cap end of of, of stuff. So uh, let's do it. Wall Street's major averages on Wednesdays ended mixed as a decline in energy and utility stock was offset by a rise in real estate and technology. It's also one of the busiest days of earnings seasons with the spotlight on media and entertainment giant Walt Disney uh, results that, that that were announced after the bell. What I do want to say is that uh, QQQ, I, we were debating this. I thought it was eight days in a row. Jason's confirming from TrendSpider that uh, it wasn't eight days in a row up. Yesterday was a down day. It, it was a mix. Like we said, it was a mix. Um, so it wasn't eight days in a row. Still super, super strong uh, uh, November so far. And we talked about it. Why did I beat, buy TQQQ? At the beginning of the month, well, the reason was we had a nice little cross up in the algorithm here, 3353 uh, on November 2nd. I timed it. I said, you know what? Let me go to TrendSpider and look at the seasonality. And and we went all the way back to 2010. You said, you know, this is the second best month. July, I bought TQQQ. I I think I wound up making about 20% on TQQQ. I wound up going over here in November and saying, you know, the mean average is about 7.52. I can probably make that amount. The mean average in um, in, in July was 13.86. This one's a solid 75, second best month. So I said, you know, eh, let me go and try and do it. Well, I'm glad I did it because we're up from, I, I think I bought it 31. We're 39 right now. So I, I, I've got some money in that one. Uh, it's a solid, solid play. Now, we're at the 200-day. That's going to provide some resistance. Remember that 200 days tough to get above. I think that we still continue up. I am not getting out of this until I lose confirmation with that nine-day EMA. So I'm sitting there. I'm waiting for it. If I start to touch that nine-day EMA, I'm out. I'm just out. So there's my play on the indices. I love that levered uh, TQQQ. And if we get some confirmation on SQQQ, I just take it. You know, some of the other levered uh, ETFs that I like, uh, Uvixi, uh, for this uh, rally to continue, the VIX has to go up. And the VIX right now, let's go over to Seeking Alpha and check out uh, what the VIX is at. Uh, Let's see, VIX. We're going to type in the VIX. 
man, my computer is slow today for some reason. Uh, the VIX, there we go. The VIX index, I think it's at uh, 14. Yeah, 1438. 1438. The VIX has to go up for this rally to continue. If we are going to go to look at you, Vixy, right now, you have no, no confirmation whatsoever. The MACD way down, starting to cross up. Your RSI, 28. For this rally to continue, we need to see a big pop in volatility. In my mind, I think you keep an eye on you, Vixy. You don't get into S Vixy. No, 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 no. S X Vixy, stay away from that one. Um, this one's just been on too strong of a run, kind of like TQQQ. You may want to get into SQQQ if you think we're going to see a down day. But again, um, you know, November's just a strong month. We talked about Mara. Mara announced earnings, uh, Q3 earnings top consensus as Bitcoin production climbs. Huge, huge news. And here's the other news that you, you, you might not see in any news article, but um, uh, FTX might be coming back. Uh, Mara is up 8.42%. Remember when I told you guys that anything in the eights is fine? This one's going to 10. Well, it's at $9.27. And Bitcoin is at 36,000. So right now, the the algorithm has you out on Mara with a 5.95% gain. But I don't think we're done. I think that with that, this uh, 200 day at 12, I think 10 is reachable. I think 10 is fine with this one. Now, the big one in the core portfolio is Disney. Disney announced earnings, profits jump while cost cutting accelerates. That's exactly what you want to hear from Disney. Disney's up 4% in pre-market, 87. Uh, Looks like we may have bounced off the 80s. And if we look at a long term uh, of Disney, you go back, and I was saying this on YouTube Live just before, we're back to levels where we were in March of 2020. You know what happened? The world shut down. The parks were closed. Disney didn't have a streaming service. Disney had nothing. And you're back at these levels. Now, the PE is a little bit extended still. But I would, you know, if you blink, this one's going to be back above 100. So I don't think it's a bad thing to start adding to this one. Do I think that you're going to get 10% in the next five, six days? Probably not if you're trading this one. I don't think it's a good one. But if you bought in the hundreds, like I think I bought a, a lot at about 112, 110, somewhere like that. I'll add to it now to 85. Try and dollar cost average my way down on that one. I think that's a solid, solid strategy. Twilio, we talked about Twilio yesterday. Twilio soars as Q3 results guidance top expectations. I'll include this article in the newsletter. If we go over here to TrendSpider and we look, I think it was up like 14% when I saw. Uh, it's up 5%. So it's come down a little bit, moderated. Uh, the algorithm had you in at 50. You're at 55. You're trading at 59 right now. So solid right into earnings. I said be a little bit careful. I told you I loved this product when I was a product manager at Earthlink. Um, we used it for our IVR management. I thought it was a solid, solid software play. Um, I like the, the, still like the play. I'm just not sure that the valuation marks, you know, three days. Three days is what I like to wait around earnings. But look at that dive. I mean, you're talking about a $300 stock down to 55. If we go to Finviz and we look, Twilio, right now the PE, the forward PE is 23. Not crazy in terms of, of uh, you know, a, a software kind of company. Not nuts, not nuts, but 
You know, you're 29% down from your 52-week high of 79. You're 31% above your 52-week low. You're right in the middle. You got a year-to-date gain of 13%. Your average target price is 67. You're trading at 59. So I don't know that you necessarily want to get into this one, but if you're trading this, put this on your trading list because I do think that this one probably will see some swings after the earnings uh, earnings announcement. Uh, Space. This is the uh, Chamath uh, Grift. Uh, a SPAC. I think this is the, the the SPAC that he basically threw out there and um, you know wound up getting out a week afterwards or two months afterwards, said it was the greatest thing ever. I think he's completely out of this one. Space narrows quarterly loss after commercial flights begin. This one was up big. Let's see where it is right now in, in um, TrendSpider. Space is uh, up 9%. Solid. So- Don't hold this. Take your 9%, get the hell out. You know, this is one to trade. The algorithm loses you 83%. um, And I'm going to go over with Jason how to alter strategies based on stocks. Because like I told you, some stocks don't react well in in my algorithm. Some act better. So Jason's going to help us kind of tweak and understand some of these things in TrendSpider when we go over the show. Uh, with Jason from TrendSpider. And that's coming up, I think, next week. I don't, I don't think we even set a time. But uh, something like this, to understand the algorithm is not going to turn a negative stock positive. If a stock's long-term trend is down, my algorithm will allow you to identify shorts. Um, you know, you can turn it into a short algorithm, you know, with it cross down on the MACD. Again, my algorithm is based on the MACD. So it's simple to alter. Um, and we can do that simple, but it's not going to turn you positive in a downward trending stock. I'm a long-term trader. So long time frames for me, uh, you know, I, I like stocks. Like take Apple. I mean, the algorithm in Apple, uh, it, it makes you 40%. Now buying and hold makes you 22%. You've doubled your money within 24 months by just using the algorithm. So again, the algorithm's important. Uh, it's important to understand that even though you you have stocks where you lose, um, it's not going to make you make money in a losing stock unless you you short it. So that that's simple. Uh, if you want TrendSpider, by the way, and you want access to the algorithm, the Black Friday sale. You can't beat this sale. A- again, uh, if you pay yearly on the Elite, it's three hundred eighty-two bucks. If you just skip the seven-day trial, if you've been listening to me for a while and you're on the fence, it's the end of the year. Uh, December has tax tax loss harvesting. Understand that the, the, it's not just how much you make in TrendSpider. The strategy tester allows you to, to save money by not selling uh, when you're completely down and it's in an upward trend. It also allows you to save money by getting you out. Look at this apple. It got you out. With a 20% gain right after the downturn started. Now, you could use other charting programs and say, you know what? I just lost confirmation. Let me get out here. Understand that you have to have a large enough account to trade. TrendSpider isn't something for somebody with $1,000 in their account that they're trading. It's $296. Don't spend 30% of your actual account value on TrendSpider. It's not going to grow your account that much. Um, you want a, a good amount in your account to be able to start TrendSpider. Understand, too, it's not plug and play. When I send you my welcome letter, you can import stuff, but you still have to set stuff up. So it's a great, great tool. I, I love it. Let's continue earnings. Hubs. Uh, this is HubSpot. 
uh, soars on the back of strong Q3. If you guys don't know, HubSpot is a, a social media program. I'm not a big fan of this one, but I do know they sponsor one of my favorite podcasts, which is uh, My First Millions. I like that podcast. This one, 420, ironically, it's toke up because it's 420. You're up 4%. This one was up like 15% in pre-market. So something happened to it, but it's at 400. Oh, I'm sorry. It's at 460 bucks. That's a huge move from 420 to 460, even from 440 to 460. Um, your, your 50 day is just starting to turn positive. The MACD, not quite around the oscillator. The RSI, a little bit over overbought right now at 59. Not crazy. Um, I This death cross, probably going to turn into a golden cross. Probably going to turn into a golden cross. Arm. You guys ask me a lot about Arm uh, on the IPO. Arm is a, you know, listen. I, I, I don't like to trade something that's just an IPO. Because like I told you, you can go back to Meta, you can go back to Uber, you can go back to all those IPOs. It just doesn't make sense to get in early. This was their first earning. And it's just uncertain, still uncertain. I wouldn't get into this this one at all. Uh, Even though the 49.61 was a solid play and you're up here at 54.39, you're down 6% at 51 pre-market. It just doesn't make sense to trade an IPO. Wait for these candlesticks to develop. Wait for the 200-day to start coming. There's too many opportunities in the market to go after IPOs. Um, Speaking of opportunities in the market, Affirm, crazy. This was like Roblox. Remember when, when I said, hey, Roblox at 30, you should get out. Now it's at 40 because we had the algorithm that said it was 27 and, and we made our 10%. Affirm, this one, honest to God, I think it's just up because of their partnership with Amazon. That's it. It is up 14% at 24. Do I think this one has 30 left in it? I don't know if we take a look at the long-term one on this one. I just see right here is where I would see it top out at 30. But I, I, I mean, listen, the 50 days starting to move positive. This one doesn't even have a 200 day. Am I thinking about trading it? For volatility purposes, I like this one. I, I do like this one. I just don't see this as a long-term buy and hold. Remember, we have our core portfolio here in TrendSpider. All of these stocks are absolutely buy and hold stocks. You can buy and hold them. You can trade them. Like Roblox. Roblox is the one that's left in there that I think is a good trading stock. Now, Roblox is up at 39. We hit the 40. I said once it hit 40, you guys should get out. Wait for a couple of days. You got an inside candle. I think that's an inside candle uh, on this one. Uh, Maybe not. You got this huge gap, though. I mean, I think that gap down to 35 absolutely gets filled. And then your 200-day down at 33 gets support. So if you're buying puts, buy puts in this one. Uh, I just don't think it's worth the, the the $40. I think it just hypes up on earnings and when they announce users and stuff. Um, this was an interesting article from uh, Seeking Alpha. Magnificent 7 stock ownership hits critical mass. What this article basically says is, who's buying the Magnificent 7? There are plenty of, of ETFs out there and, and hedge funds that already have their allocated amount. So who's buying it? Well, it's probably retail. It's probably people trading, probably to people taking profits. Remember, the end of the year is going to be tax loss harvesting. I myself will be taking some tax loss harvesting again this year. Um, you got your uh, an Apple. Apple's the big one of the big of the uh, the Magnificent Seven. You don't have a catalyst in Apple until probably January, when the um, 
when the uh, Apple Vision Pro starts selling. So, uh, yeah, Apple, you got Amazon here. You guys know I put 20K into Amazon right before earnings at about 120. We're at 142. You're starting to see that button hook up here. Starting to see it come back towards that nine day. But I'm still holding that. I'm not selling just yet because my case is, I remember, I'm not just buying and trading Amazon. I'm buying to set a new base of, you know, my last big purchase in Amazon was 2018. I'm up 80% on that one. Now, I should have gotten out way sooner and done this way long ago, uh, maybe back here in 2021 when it was 170 and it started to break down. Probably should have trimmed there. You started to get this little bounce. That's what kept me in. And then it just, you know, tanked from there. 2022 was just a bad year for this. You started getting lower, um, higher, uh, <clears throat> lower highs <laughs> and higher lows. Um, so I, I'm just, you know, 2022 has been a good year. You still have confirmation. I do th- see 140. You can see my old notes up here. 200 days resistance at 134. 140 is there. If we pull back under 140, I might sell it and then just buy it back at 134. And again, build that base up between 120 and 140. In my mind, that's the way I'm using Amazon. Um, some of the other ones, Google, we talked about Google being a $130 stock, G-O-O-G. Um, this one's solid. You're still in the play um, from 128 on the algorithm. Solid, solid play. Meta, it's at 319. I mean, I don't know when the next catalyst for Meta is. Probably around the next earnings or some type of new, uh, you know, threads or whatever. Is anybody still on threads? I post on threads every day, but nobody ever responds. Microsoft, God, Microsoft 363. 363. That one's crazy. Netflix. You guys know I bought a bunch of Netflix. I'm up on that one. NVIDIA. I was going to take a look at NVIDIA here because NVIDIA is one. Their earnings are coming up November 21st. You've had this soar in the MACD. And I don't like the MACD. When the MACD gets above the oscillator line, I tend to look for a little pullback. The RSI is at 70. I'm not buying for at 465 bucks. I'd like to get this one under 440 again. I've been adding every time it goes under the 200 day. Um, the the 50 day, like I said, with this death cross here on October 20th, it went all the way down to four under 400 with that death cross. Now the death cross was pretty violent because the move was violent down there. I think you're looking at a $500 stock at the time of the earnings on November 21st. The rumor is today. That they have three new chips coming out for China. For China. For China. <laughs> yeah, I'll get demonetized for that for that term right there when AI puts up the uh the uh captions. But I, I, I like NVIDIA. Am I buying here? I'd like it a little bit back towards the two hundred day. If we get that golden cross, expect this one to hit five hundred even before earnings. I just can't I, I think people have been adding back in once it hit that four hundred. And they're just continuing to go. It's going to hit all-time highs again. Their earnings are probably just going to be too good. Now, one of uh, the guys that I follow from CNBC on Twitter, Steve Grasso, pointed out yesterday, he did a great job. Um, Apple. He said, Apple, just just to lock in, he, he said, eight days after the market, and this stock specifically spiking higher, after an earnings dip, I wanted to get ahead of the market and give it back. That's trimming. That's solid, solid trading. If you're trading Apple, that's the way to do it. Just look at this move up. You guys often tell me, when should I get out? Well, it just broke the 200-day. Is it going to hold that 200-day? 
I mean, that's a pretty violent move for this size stock between earnings when you get earnings and you you gap down. You still have this gap between 174 and 175. I, I tell you all the time that I think gaps get filled. In my mind, this gap up here, 190, that may be what we're going for. But Grasso, solid, solid play. Take your profits. Because after eight days uh, after the earnings and this solid move, you might not have a chance. You know, th- you might get World War Three. The 50 days finally moving positive, but something might happen. He's just th- th- again, then just take your profits. Uh, Amazon announced uh, Prime members. You guys know I'm. Uh, I don't work, so I don't have health insurance. Uh, this was a big one for me. Amazon offers discounted one medical primary care for Prime members. I'm on the exchange, and I have like a $9,000 deductible for my health care. It sucks. My knee is killing me. I don't want to go to a doctor because I don't want to spend $1,500 just for an uh, for an x-ray. This might work for me. Now, it, it, it's interesting because my health care company, which, by the way, reported earnings and had a killer, killer stock day yesterday, uh, it was in the newsletter, but Amazon with Prime Care One Medical. I have a One Medical office right around the corner. It's ninety nine dollars a year for the for the service if you're a Prime member, and then it's nine dollars a month. It, they get you free um, virtual care, and it gets you uh, a, an appointment, and they use your insurance to get you appointments. I mean, it just it doesn't make sense to me, but I think this headline is exactly what Amazon needed. Because I think insurance companies now are saying, well, Amazon's getting into the uh, insurance business. Oscar Health is the one that I have, by the way. That's my uh, service. They offer, even my $9,000 deductible plan, it's free virtual care. So I can call up a doctor. So I don't have to get the Amazon stuff. I think this is where insurance companies are going for. You guys know uh, Oscar, uh, well, I'm sorry, UNH. Is the one that's in the uh, the core portfolio here five five thirty six? Again, I don't think it's going under five hundred anymore. But if you get to under five hundred, buy this one all day long under five hundred because it's going to six hundred. Their ex dividend date is December first. Eh, decent dividend, nothing great, but I, I like that move from uh, from Amazon. Now go over here. You guys know on Finviz, I like to keep track of the insider sales huge insider buy on Exxon. This Jeffrey Urban dude has just bought his third lot. It's about $100 million worth of Exxon that he's bought since July. Bought his third lot at 105. He's buying between 106 and 105. Exxon is in our core portfolio. It's 103 is this trade right now. You're not in as far as the algorithm goes. It just got you out with a loss. Uh, you know they're buying PXD. We bought up PXD right before the um, the announcement. I mean, that was telegraphed 100% in the Wall Street Journal that they were going to buy this. And then it popped up. PXD popped up to 250. It's at 231 right now. Uh, if as this goes down, PXD will go down because I think it's in January they're expecting this to close. If that's you get 2.336 shares of Exxon for every share of um, PXD that you own. As of a couple of days ago when I calculated it, I think it was around this day, uh, and we were trading around 104, 105. That was around a $246 price target on PXD. This dude who is buying Exxon 
thinks that that you know the the, the PXD uh, integration is going to help them. I mean, he's a director at the company; he knows something, and he's buying at one hundred five, and he's not buying in small lots. Now, PXD, we're out; we're not in. Uh, we're starting to fill this gap down here at two thirty. It goes all the way down to two fifteen. This was the day that the first announcement was made that hey, Exxon may be buying them. That's the move that it made. Um, you're still not, you're just not seeing anything. They have a huge dividend that comes out. I think it's like a, let's see, PXD has a, let's go over to Seeking Alpha. PXD has a, I think it's, um, let's see, uh, it'll say, yeah, uh, natural resources company, $3.20 dividend. So it's a little bit above, um, let's What's what's PXD? <clears throat> what's three point two divided by two thirty one? That would be approximately zero point zero. It's one point three percent dividend for a quarterly dividend. Not bad. Not bad. Nothing to hang on. I said, hey, when this one gets closer to two forty, I'm probably dumping this one to two thirty one right now. Oil's just down. Oil's just horrible. Uh, Tesla. You guys were asking me about Tesla. I'm going to use it. Well, I'll post this article. Tesla is tagged with a bear rating by HSBC due to risk around Elon. I went over this on on uh, on YouTube Live, but I'll go over this again. Tesla, in my mind, at 220, you get out. Uh, this one got the algorithm got you in at 20107. Uh, so 220, you're up almost 10. percent The MACD is is going up near the oscillator. Your RSI is almost in overbought territory it's kind of in no man's land at 54 but with that downgrade you can expect to see this one continue down i think this gap right here between 205 and 211 is in range the other thing that i wanted to show you is a uh, tesla so november is their best month uh one of their best months july june is the other best month uh with 77 percent wins this is since its ipo 13 years ago the mean change is 9.16 so if you made 10% in Tesla, get out. Get out because your mean change for the entire month is 10%. Don't expect more than 9.16%. So if you bought it on the algorithm at 201, get out up here. Just get out. You're starting to see the button hook down. It's starting to lose its confirmation. Just get out. Uh, and no way am I saying buy Tesla. But if you wanted to buy the downturn, buy TSLQ. I don't short stocks. I buy the ETFs to short stocks. Yeah, the it, you know it's crazy to pay the fees that you're paying rather than just buying a put or shorting or doing whatever. I just trade stocks. I'm just a dumb guy who trades stocks. But you, you, TSLQ, you don't have confirmation. You're below this. This just, just got you out, TSLQ, uh, with a 12% gain. A 12% gain. It got you out with. Now, you could have had significantly more because you could have bought here at 32 and sold as it started to lose its confirmation. The algorithm doesn't time things. You can't time the absolute bottom and the absolute top. You have to play with it. You know, Just make sure that you have confirmation. You had confirmation on this. So again, this one got you out with a 12% gain. My assumption is that we get another bump up here. Your 50-day on TSLQ is still positive. You're going to use TSLQ, uh, the, the short stuff, as a support. It's right around here. I think you're going to bounce up. That downgrade does well for this stock. So 
Uh, one that I wanted to point out to remember, I like Oracle. I want Oracle in the core portfolio. I just haven't had the the balls to pull the trigger on this one um, because I do think it's a little overvalued. It's bumping up against its 200-day right now at 113. If you got in at 100, like I said, anything around 100 for Oracle was a fantastic play. I like this gap to be filled. If you're looking to buy Oracle, this gap is only up to 125. But if you're looking to buy Oracle, wait until it breaks that 200-day. Your 50-day is actually turning positive. But I'd wait until it breaks that 200-day to get into that one. I wouldn't get into it beforehand. Uh, let's talk about social requests on uh, Spotify. Zach, Best Buy. It was upgraded by Goldman on October 19th. It pays a good dividend. And the PE and pr- price to sales are quite low. But it's getting hammered. Hold or get out. Let's look at Best Buy. I'd probably get out. I mean, I, am I buying Do I go into Best Buy to buy uh, buy electronics? No. I mean, I'm not using them. I think the last time I was in Best Buy was I, I was in Philadelphia and I needed toner for a printer. I was working with MLS and this was just a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago. I needed toner for the printer. Best Buy, I, I pulled it up online. Best Buy was the only place that had it. I didn't care about the price. I just needed it. That's what Best Buy is to me. It's a brick and mortar store where if you need it today, you go. Other than that, I don't like it. I'm not a fan. Uh, margins have been pushed down on this company I- incredibly. I just can't imagine. Look, they made more per, per share here, $1.22, but they outlined some risks with the consumer. Any company today that outlines risks with the consumer, get the hell out of that company. Consumer is still strong. When you have cons- you know, Amazon saying the consumer is still strong, we don't care about, you know, we don't see any weakness in it. When you hear Timu is losing $6 billion a day because they can't keep up uh, with uh, with all the orders. The consumer here in America is still strong. It hasn't turned. So if you're in Best Buy, I don't know that you want to get out on weakness um, because I do think, I mean, let's look at the PE on this one. Let's look at Best Buy, see if there's anything. P is expensive at 10 Forward P at nine. Their margins are hard. You got a five point seven four percent dividend. You're down twenty percent. You're only you're at your fifty two week lows. I mean, I'm against selling it to fifty two week lows, but you can't just buy it if you believe in it. You've got to you've got to get more of it. Now, the the most recent uh, Goldman upgraded it from neutral to buy seventy nine to eighty five dollar price target. I just you know we go down here. People are selling. I mean, they're selling at this price. You know, look at this. The chairman uh, sold July 25th at $85, $8 million worth. Look at this. The dude, so on June, he sold $20 million worth of it. So I, I don't see any buys. I don't see any, you know, the, the PE's high. In my mind, I think there's better places, Zach, to put your money in this market that's actually growing. Uh, today, you're flat. But look, since November 1st, I mean, this market has been going bonkers. Since November 1st, you were trading, let's see, you opened at $65.45 on November 1st. You're at $63. And, and the market's up, what, 10%, 5%, somewhere in that neighborhood? Why? And their earnings are coming up November 20th. I'm not smart enough. Let's take a look at them in uh, Seeking Alpha. Because I, my mind, I think this is, let's see what the quant rating says. Yeah, it's all hold. Get out. 
I mean, this dude says, buy. The dip is only for the brave and patient. I mean, the brave and patient have been losing money. Um, you know, brave and pra- patient are, are in Tesla. You know, when when the, the market's screaming that Tesla's overvalued, those people are brave and patient. The, the people in Best Buy, they're just losers. <laughs> I mean, you're just losing it. Trade this stock. Don't own it. Okay, let's talk about scans. A couple of scans. Um, there, I couldn't find many. And the reason I couldn't find many is because, I mean, it's been such a bullish market. We've already had all the, the cross-ups. Remember I, the newsletter I said, when you see this many cross-ups, we're in a bull market. Whether it's a bear market bounce or a bull market, doesn't matter. Pan W. This is a $250 stock, $242. I own this one. At $242, you're, you're getting a MACD cross-up. Nothing solid, just right before earnings. Remember, Fortinet is the one that got killed on earnings, FTNT. Fortinet got absolutely ripped. Uh, I thought they were going to fill this gap on this earnings. They basically said that IT spending is down. There is no way IT spending is down. PanW is the leader in, in cybersecurity. This is the largest company. Um, you're seeing it's hugging that 200-day. We just got confirmation to buy on that 200-day. Do I think it's coming under that 200-day? I don't think so. Uh, it, it has been on a uh, run. It is at 52-week all-time highs. I mean, let's see, Pan W. Um, it is 9% below its 52-week high of 265. So I think it's a $250 stock. I think their their earnings are going to be fine. In my mind, you buy this one for long-term. Five years from now, are you going to remember, you know, say it dips down to 220. Are you going to remember that 240 to 220 drop five years from now? Probably not. It's just a solid stock to have. So if you don't have a position in it, probably makes sense to start adding to it. Just don't, you know, don't go all, you know, gung ho. Don't go Braveheart into that one. Spotify has a cross up. This one was interesting because um, there was a gap up on earnings. Uh, it backfilled that gap. So it backfilled the gap. It's got another MACD cross up from this. You bought this one on 170 in the algorithm on uh, October 24th. Um, and you're now November and you're buying it for under. Remember the buy in the algorithm is just for the open price. This one dipped down to 1768 in that candle where it dipped down 168. You got down here to about 155 and just started taking off. This is a secondary cross up. It is a little bit overbought. It's expensive. This is one that you want to look at from a long-term perspective. I'm a spot. You know, if you're listening on Spotify, you probably, if you pay for a membership, you probably want to buy it. I mean, it is expensive, but look, this stock is a $300 stock at 169 bucks below its 200 day. It is expensive, but they are the, 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 I hate Apple music. You guys know I own 50% of my portfolios in Apple. I can't stand Apple music. I love Spotify. I am a paying member of Spotify. I am on a family uh, family plan. When they start cracking down on passwords, I'll probably be forced to pay individually because I'm on a family plan. Um, yeah, I, a friend just said, "Hey, I've only got two kids. Uh, you know, you can have my you know divorced mother." She said, "Let me put you on my family plan." So Spotify is one that that was interesting. Now, Market Scanner, 
since I didn't find many, the other market scanner that I have is this market scanner to see which stocks in the core portfolio are a buy in the 65-minute algorithm. And the 65-minute algorithm, TrendSpider loves 65 minutes uh, candlesticks. And the reason is there's seven candlesticks to each day. Do not use uh, extended hours in, in, in either algorithm, the four-hour or the 65-minute. It'll just screw up the results, screw up the entries, all of that stuff. Just use regular market hours. But Disney is a buy in the 65-minute. The uh, Roblox is a buy in the 65-minute. Uh, XLY is a buy in the 65-minute. Meta is a buy in the 65-minute. SMCI. The entire list is going to be in the newsletter. The newsletter is right here, Daily Stock Pick newsletter. It is free, dailystockpick.substack.com. If you can't remember that, just remember L-I-N-K-T-R-E dot E-E uh, slash Daily Stock Pick. It's Linktree, and it's just Daily Stock Pick on that one. You've got all your links. You've got your TrendSpider Black Friday sale. You've got $50 off Seeking Alpha if you want it. You've got your Webull sign up. You've got your Daily Stock Pick newsletter visible if you're paying anything more than $25 a month for your phone service, you're crazy. I got visible service, $25 a month. I got the low plan. The high plan, you can get it. It's only 10 bucks more. But you're probably paying around 50 bucks for your, your internet, your uh, phone service. Now, remember, this is unlimited uh, service, uh, data, talk, and text on 5G, on Verizon's network. You've got mobile hotspot. The, the big one is blocks high-risk spam and robocalls. My parents are on AT&T. Uh, their cell phones ring every other minute with ri- uh, spam and robocalls. My phone never rings with spam and robocalls. Visible blocks it. They just do a really good job. So back to the link tree uh, here. If you're buying a Tesla, use my link. Fiber at your home through AT&T, just use that link. Uh, any of the socials, the Facebook group, if you want to follow me on Twitter, Instagram, anything like that, you can do it. Again, Spider sale is going on uh, for the next, I think it's week, it, I, I don't know, it, oh, it ends, uh, expires Friday, 11.24. So Black Friday expires Central Time, 11.31. You got some time. I, I would say, you know, again, Elite is the sweet spot, 31.85 per month, 3.82 per year. Um, you know, you can get it on a monthly, if you pay monthly, this is the great thing. And this is the, the unique thing about this Black Friday offer is you can get seven days free and then just pay by month. So if you don't see the value in it, it's $43 a month. That's $521. But if you want to pay for the, the, uh, elite portion and you want to pay for it for a year, that's $382. Now, if you want to pay and skip the seven-day trial, that's $296. That's almost half the price of this monthly option. But if you're unsure, the the, the this right now uh, at $43.45 per month, that would be your way to go. What you do is you basically use the link in my link tree, sign up uh, on, on TrendSpider's webpage, and then you're going to email me. Where are you going to find my email? Right here on the link tree. It's right here. It's dailystockpick3 at gmail.com. And you go over there, you sign up, uh, everything's all set up for you. I'll, I'll basically email you a welcome letter with all the links. So, um, yeah, that's it. Any questions that you have, hit me up. Uh, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. There's, you know, find your, again, we're in a bull market. 
So I think you find your plays, you pick which ones you want. You can use the 65-minute algorithm if you want, you know, SMCI on the 65-minute. One that uh, actually um, some people have been having some uh, some positive stuff with is uh, HUBC. This is a cybersecurity company from Israel, and it popped up uh, due to the war. So it, this is the 65-minute candlestick that pattern. Uh, so our HUBC... Just in eight months, the the 65-minute algorithm gets you 206% on HUBC. That's over eight months. If you bought and held the stock eight months ago, you've lost 77%. That's how good the 65-minute algorithm is. It is a simple, simple algorithm. It's based on the eight-day EMA. You buy when it crosses up. You sell when it crosses down. That's the simple one. The four-hour algorithm is a little bit more complicated. Uh, it's based on MACD, uh, but this one's nice and simple to trade with. You're out as of right now on the on, uh, Hub HUBC, but when you get back in, you could pop back up. It's at 33 cents per share. Their earnings are coming up November 21st. This one is completely oversold. So if you're in HUBC, my apologies, RIP. So... Okay, let me know if you have any questions. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. See you, bye. morning, I wake up to the sound of the trading bell. My heart starts to pound. Daily stock day trading podcast in my ears. Guiding me through my hopes and fears. Tune in daily, don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves, seeking success. Together we'll conquer, no room for any less. Every morning I wake up to the sound. Trading bell, my heart starts to pound. Daily stock pick trading podcast in my ears, guiding me through my hopes and fears.